Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 80 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Waka waka. This is Chris. I, that's what I thought you were going to do. I told you it was kind of the easy. That's exactly what I choice. thought you were going to do. That's so funny. Chris, how are you? I'm well, Steve. How are you? I'm doing swell. We're, uh, we're getting through this uh, sweltering summer heat it, right now. It is quite hot right now. It's pretty bad. We're on the we're on the East Coast. Pretty yeah. hot here. I heard there's heat waves all over the country though. I know. AC's cranked. We're good to go. We should have no problems going forwards. I think we'll be all right. I think so too. How's uh, mm-hmm. how's everything with Lucy going? Uh, very well. Lucy's doing great. She stopped drinking from a bottle, which has been inconvenient. Sorry to hear but that. But other than that, she's a great. Was she going? Great kid. Was she going solid for a little bit? Or I guess was she going liquid solid for a little bit? <laughs> she was like good with like one a day for like a month or three weeks or so okay and then she just gave up on it not sure why now i I guess there's some kind of help that can assist in that Uh, we'll we'll figure it out you could do like the rough parenting being like you're gonna eat this you're just not gonna get dinner i think she's like too young to understand that i think you're right we tried to wait her out and she can last a long time because we were thinking like she eventually she's gonna be so hungry she's gonna just have to drink it but no she she's like nope i'm not doing that no, not yet. Well, she's persistent. You gotta, you gotta give her that. I do admire her determination. That's good. Nice. Glad to hear things are well. <laughs> uh, so, Chris, so I have some results from our previous episode. Oh, well, we did a couple weeks ago. If you remember, there was a little film that came out called Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, it actually, uh, I heard the uh, box office beat uh, Last Jedi. Did it really? There might be some caveats to that. I don't know if it was like worldwide beat or or domestic. Or... Yeah, something like that. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I think it did well overseas. It probably did. Yeah, the overseas market really likes the Jurassic Park movies. Uh, so in honor of that movie, uh, we had a fan suggestion who gave us the idea to do a Devil Dinosaur from Marvel Comics against the Indominus Rex from the film Jurassic World. And the poll stands at 73% for the Devil Dinosaur and 27% for the Indominus Rex. Oh, wow. So people thought my method of uh, drugging a whole bunch of uh, uh, people with alcohol... And uh, having the Indominus Rex eat all of them, in turn making the Indominus Rex become super drunk, uh, was uh, was a valid argument. Uh, yes, they did. They yeah. really that really resonated with I, them. It really did. I'm kind of surprised. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's where we stand with that uh, that episode that week. And Chris, if you remember, uh, we've been having our uh, t- summer 2018 Guess the Tomato Meter contest going on. Do I remember? Of course, summer. I remember. Uh, we haven't talked about it in a while. Uh, I do always have the links for the results in the show notes in case you're curious. Uh, but I did want to kind of go through just a couple real quick because we really haven't discussed many of them lately. Um, so some people uh, guessing uh, like The Incredibles. The Incredibles came out uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, some people guessed pretty spot on for The Incredibles. I mean, a lot of people guessed uh, in the 90s, uh, which is where it's at. It sits at uh, 90, 93%. 93 right now, yep. Yeah, so uh, you guessed, what did you guess? You guessed 95 
I also guessed 95. All right, I'm pretty close. Uh, the lowest for that was a 77. Uh, Henry uh, guessed 77, which I was kind of surprised. A little low for Pixar, but you never know with their sequels. It's a sequel. Could could be a miss. It could I be mean, a miss. I'm sure Cars three is Cars two or three is probably down there. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, then with um, the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom coming out uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, I guessed fifty-seven percent. Pretty good guess. It's at fifty-one right now. Wow, it is rotten. I think it's close to Jurassic Park 3's tomato meter score. Ouch! If I remember, I actually enjoyed Jurassic Park three. I think it's only good because Sam Neill's in it. If Sam Neill wasn't in it, then it would definitely not be a good movie. But uh, let's see, you guessed seventy-five. You you were you were holding out a little higher there. Yeah, I mean, I thought it'd be. Entertaining. I mean, good enough. I don't right. Know. Uh, Kevin Desmond, he guessed 45, so he was pretty close there, a little under. Uh, fan of the show, Emma Campbell, guessed 55. Um, Sal from Alaska, 78. Sal, Sal's a... Uh, he was going high. He, was he, usually, to me. he usually goes low, I feel. He, he was hoping a little a little more there. Maybe he's a Jurassic Park fan. Maybe. Um, let's see. Then, um, I don't know if you know this or not, because it kind of snuck up on us. Sicario 2, Day of the Soldado came out i don't know if you ever saw the first sicario movie i did not it's pretty good i, I really enjoyed it. it's uh denis Villeneuve uh directed it who did like the new blade runner and prisoners uh that's currently sitting at 62 percent, but it was not from denis uh, Villeneuve. um some people guessed in the 60s paul dewey guessed 65 percent uh austin barrett guessed 81 percent. he was hoping a little higher for there uh, Kevin uh, Sanavong, guess 98. He was hoping for like a really, really good thing there. But uh, yeah, so uh, the contest is still going on. Uh, I'm not going to add up all the scores until the, the summer releases are done, so that way we can get a final number of uh, exactly what we have here. Sounds good. But um, it's, been pretty, it's been pretty good so far. A lot of people are making some good picks. Um, no like completely outlandish, outlandish picks, but um, we'll have to see what ends up happening. Uh, Chris, anything you want to add before we get started today? Uh, no, I'm ready to, I'm ready to go. All right, let's do it. So please remember, as always, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a rating on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today? Today, in honor of the 4th of July yeah, and Nathan's hot dog eating contest, yeah. we have an eating contest of our own. That's right. And it will be between two fictional eaters, uh, Pac-Man. Pac-Man. And Kirby. Both uh, cl- classic video game characters, would you say? I would say. I agree. Exactly. Going on, uh, taking on the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Yes. See how they do. Yeah. Uh, do you like watching the Nathan's hot dog I, eating contest? I do really like watching it, actually. Yeah. yeah. Like, they make such a big show of it. They really do. Are you a hot dog eater? I mean, I don't really like hot dogs, but like under the right circumstances, I I eat them. Like at a baseball, at a sporting event, especially a baseball game, yes. I enjoy a hot dog. A cookout, eat a hot dog, no problem. Right. Other than that, but it's not like you're going to go out of your way to get a hot dog. Yeah, I hear you. I I really enjoy hot dogs. I'm the same way as you. Um, Whenever I go to a Phillies game and it's Dollar Dog Night, I always try to like have a personal record. I've never been to a Dollar Dog. Really? Night. Oh, we need to go sometime. They're really, really good time. Uh, my personal record is nine hot dogs at a Phillies game. It's pretty uh, good. When you look at uh, like Mr. Joey Chestnut, it doesn't look like anything compared to him. That guy's not even human, though. <laughs> He's really not. But uh, what, what are your what are your condiments of choice for a hot dog? Oh, I actually I know I eat like the technically like incorrect hot dog condiments. So um, normally. Ketchup and relish. Okay. 
If available, I'll throw some like fried onions on it. Okay. Other than that, I do not like mustard on a hot dog. Really? And I know that's like the that is like the, the standard the standard, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a ketchup, mustard, and onions. Could be raw, could be cooked, doesn't matter to me. Fried is really good too. But yeah, that's fascinating. I don't like. I'm not a big relish fan. You're going. It's just chopped up pickles. Now, when you have your ketchup. Do you dip your hot dog in the ketchup, or no. do you drizzle the ketchup on top of your hot dog? I mean, I wouldn't even call it drizzling. I just put ketchup on the hot dog. Like, how do you put it on there? I put it on one side of the bun. Okay. One, do you, do one you like, squirt it on there? Do you drizzle it on top of I, there? I squeeze the ketchup bottle so ketchup's coming out, okay. and then I move it in a line. Okay. How far is the nozzle from the hot dog? An inch, give or take. I, I classify that as drizzling, but Okay. I mean, I don't think we need to rehash this fight because <laughs> you don't have to touch the ketchup with your hands. That's what there's, there's a bun to protect your hands. From That's the true. It acts as like a natural napkin, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Or in the case of Nathan's hot dog, you can kind of test it. Just dunk it in water and <laughs> eat a soggy down, bun. Go down your gullet, basically. Ugh, disgusting. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so, Chris, um, just a little background about the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Do you know how it got started? Um, and I, I a just, guy named Nathan who really liked hot dogs? <laughs> no. So uh, we all know the famous Nathan's Hot Dog in Coney Island, and that's I do I, now. I believe I believe that's where they um, hold the contest every year, right? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So the way it got started is in ni- July 4th, 1916, four immigrants held a hot dog eating contest at Nathan's famous uh, hot dog stand uh, to settle an argument about who was the most patriotic. <laughs> and since then, it has just completely evolved into this annual uh competition that goes on so i think it's pretty cool that it was just a bunch of immigrants who were like no i'm more american i'm more american and what's more american than just shoving hot dogs in your mouth yeah i fourth of july overeating hot dogs that's what i'm saying i mean that's the american dream right arguing there. with other people <laughs> that's it space force especially people from other countries oh yeah absolutely so, so they nailed it yeah they, they got it perfect so that's how the competition got started and since then it's been going strong um i don't think since, it was consecutively I, since so then? It, it, 1972, I believe, was like the first official, you know, sponsored Nathan's Took famous a while. hot dog Took eating like contest. 50 years. Yeah. Um, so they say that it's been held basically in some form every year since 1916, but it hasn't really been big until 1972. Um, the only year they didn't do it was 1941 because of World War II. But they still did it in 42, 43, 44, and 45. <laughs> so. Well, the world, the war wasn't that bad. That's true. That we didn't have to start the hot dog rationing yet. No, not yet, because we hadn't been attacked yeah. uh, yet. So. You know things are bad when you're rationing hot dogs. Yeah, you really do. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, all the leftover part we normally throw away, we yeah, have to like we need to, We need to save that. <laughs> so that's how the contest got, got started, and I'm sure everybody knows, like we already mentioned, Joey Chestnut is the... Uh, the, the reigning champion. The reigning champion. He won, I think, like eight years. He lost in 2015. That broke his like streak. Do you know who beat him? Uh, I... Oh. What was his name? What? Matt, um, was Matty, it? Matt Stoney. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember Yeah, that. Matt Stoney in 2015. He's normally, he's probably competing this year too. Probably. And um, Joey Chessa unseated the previous, like, thought to be unbeatable world champion, uh, Kobayashi. Yes. I forget his first name. He was Japanese. Uh, Takeru, uh, nickname was Tsunami. He was very good. Kobayashi. He was, he was setting world records. And we were like, how's anyone going to eat more hot dogs than that? It's, it's insane. Then Joey Chessa came along. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, Kobayashi was so, like beaten he like retired from competitive eating it's like how no it's like i can't i can't compete. i can't put my face in public yeah. i'm done <laughs> so it's serious business it really, eating. yeah absolutely so in honor of this crazy event you know like we mentioned earlier we, we want to take two characters who are known for 
eating a lot, and we want to see how would they uh, square off in the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Sounds great. So, want to give some background on the person that you picked? Yeah, I'm choosing Kirby. Okay. So, Kirby's a um, Nintendo character. Been around for a while. Um, minor nitpick, he... The, the development studio that actually makes the Kirby games is named HAL Laboratories. Okay. They are under Nintendo, but they are, you know, pseudo-separate, I guess. They work together. Okay. Uh, you might also recognize HAL Laboratories because they make another game called Super Smash Brothers. Ah, there you pretty go. Pretty popular. There's a new one coming out, right? There's a new one for the Switch coming out. I heard it's going to be, like, epic. I they, heard they're doing like every character ever. They're including ever. every character who's ever been in any other Super Smash Brothers game. So there's like over 60 characters. That's insane. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, let's see. So Kirby's first appearance was on the original Game Boy. Kirby, really? Kirby Dreamland. Kirby's Dreamland. The original Game Boy. Yes, the the mon the not color. Got it. So like, this is this is a uh, one of my fun facts, but I'll just throw it out there now. So obviously on that Kirby wasn't pink. He was kind of like, you know, like a blackish, whitish, whitish grayish. grayish tint. Yeah. And they were going to make the box art for it. And they're like, we don't Ooh, know what color Kirby is. It's tough. So on the Kirby's Dreamland Japanese box art, he's pink because they okay. decided to make it pink. For some reason on the North American box art, they made him white. They really? Didn't, they didn't talk to Japan. They're like, I think we think Kirby's white. <laughs> so, that sounds like a very American thing to do. <laughs> even um, Kirby's pink color was actually like a debatable thing because... Um, a couple people at Nintendo wanted him to be yellow. Okay. And in some of the original art, he was yellow. But then they decided to not make him yellow to differentiate him from Pikachu. I was just going to say. And yeah. Pac-Man. Ah, oh, there you go. So that, that, they that, were that thinking kinda... of that they had those characters in mind when wow. they were making little pink puffballs. It's probably a good idea that he went with the pink instead of I yellow. agree. Um, I agree. Um, so Kirby's main... Um, the main thing we know Kirby for is sucking things up. Yeah. And then usually absorbing their power. Yes. So uh, interesting, another tidbit. This mechanic wasn't in the first Kirby game. It was not in Kirby's Dreamland. It was added in the next Kirby game. Interesting. So he couldn't suck things up and take their powers. So I'm assuming this Kirby that you're picking is the mm, one that is last. It's pretty much the modern Kirby. Yes. Okay. Um, another interesting thing about Kirby. If you look up like the Kirby Wiki, he's like he's like 20 centimeters tall. He's he's so short. Yeah. But they've taken some pretty big liberties with that in like every game Kirby's in because like if you compare him to the heights of other characters in Super Smash Brothers, he's like obviously not twenty centimeters tall. Right. So I feel like that's a little bit of a debatable fact as like, to his actual size. Yes, yeah. Because I mean, the canon has obviously changed many. Unless times. Kirby's just been growing constantly since then. Possible, maybe. He maybe it's like actual uh, canonical progression that would be very interesting that would be very interesting because um if you only know kirby from super smash brothers you may think his like sucking things in and eating them is really just because he craves human flesh or something mm -hmm. but he does actually like eating yeah like he likes food too right so that's it's not just trying to get powers right yeah he does enjoy food um i'll i'll probably bring up a couple things more with that later but okay it's good kirby background he's a, he's a pink fluff ball yeah that means that's a he's very, he's very friendly he looks like he's very friendly. It's another interesting fact. On a lot of times on the North American box art, they make him have an angry face. But he normally has a happy face on so Japanese box we make art. Him like, we make him look <laughs> angry and white. That's America right there. Uh, that's not true. <laughs> all right. No, you're right. No, that's not what America is all about. All right. So Chris picked Kirby. So I am picking uh, Pac-Man, which is like we mentioned earlier, which is interesting because of that yellow possible uh, or uh, shared color that they could have had. Between Kirby and Pac-Man. 
Um, so uh, Pac-Man was uh, created and developed by Namco and was officially released in uh, Japan May 1980 and in North America October 1980, so a couple months later. Uh, the development of Pac-Man is kind of interesting. So um, they developed this game based on the concept of eating, and there was this original game from like 79 called uh, Pakuman, and um, Pakuman had this like phrase, and it was Paku Paku uh, Taburu. I'm probably saying this wrong. That sounds right to me. But uh, Paku Paku describes the sound of the mouth movement um, when it's like open and close and open and close in succession. So they developed the game based around that, and that's where you get Pac-Man from the Paku-Man. And you have that, that sound, the Paku-Paku-Paku, which is the sound that you kind of made, the waka-waka-waka. That's where they kind of got that similar sound um, for the video game. A lot of people the, – the creator actually said that the shape was inspired uh, from a pizza with a missing slice in it, and that's kind of what Pac-Man looks like. But he later came out that he said that this was like a half-truth. What really happened was um, he took one of the characters, the Japanese characters for mouth, which is the word kuchi. I might be pronouncing that wrong. That sounds right again. I and, think you nailed uh, it. Hey, thank you. I'm doing what I can. And uh, they just they took that character, the way that character looked, and took a piece out of it. And that's how they got Pac-Man. And that's how they have the the look for it. But, uh, but yeah, Pac-Man is probably one of the most recognizable classic arcade video games out there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, everybody knows the basic concept. Pac-Man just kind of goes around a maze eating uh, pellets. And while he's going around eating the pellets, uh, you have these ghosts that are constantly trying to eat Pac-Man. And then Pac-Man can get power pellets in which it can eat the ghosts and then gain more uh, more points. And then they just continually move on through the different levels. So uh, that's Pac-Man in a nutshell. Um, it's a good game. I enjoy playing Pac-Man. Uh, I do think it kind of gets repetitive after a while like i think after like four or five levels i'm kind of like all right i'm done yeah I, i'm with you there but um but yeah we i don't know if you remember we did another episode of this show uh that kind of involved pac-man i don't know if you remember with the, the pac-man ghost the pac-man ghost versus correct. the ghostbusters Go versus the ghostbusters exactly. that was a good one that was a great learned one. a lot about those pac-man ghosts yeah pinky inky uh blinky and clyde and they're like 18 other names and they're 18 other names exactly if you haven't listened to it go back and check it out now little plug for you all right chris so pac-man versus kirby nathan's famous hot dog eating contest what do we got well i got bad news for you kirby's amazing at eating food he loves eating food okay he eats food all the time in canon yes i do um, I, i'm not disagreeing with you whatsoever on that fact um he seemingly never gets full he can eat things much larger than himself okay he can suck them in very quickly does he have a limit uh well i honestly didn't try very hard to find because i didn't really want to know if he did so <laughs> you tell me um so i will say this is uh so this, this is some interesting stuff i learned about so there was a, a kirby television show did you know this no i did not it was called kirby right back at you interesting name title. uh in in japan it was called hoshi no kirby okay i'm, I'm we did a great job yep um and it was about kirby and his friends and how they were like running away from king ddd and his uh, evil assistant escargoon pretty clever <laughs> he's that name he was probably a snail <laughs> yeah and uh there's an episode where there's a cook a cooking contest okay and i think either king ddd or someone some bad guy like loses and gets pie on his face and it's like embarrassing so like his evil plan is to throw pie at everyone in the town to get back at them okay uh, but luckily Kirby's there to eat all the pies oh okay so he's just inhaling pies left and right okay like, he eats 
probably hundreds of pies. Okay. Sucks now, did you in. did you watch this episode? I watched a clip. From you it. watched a clip, and you can confirm that there was like hundreds, hundreds uh, of pies. I, I I didn't count. Okay. I, I can say he eats like a lot it of. It seems like there's a lot of pies. So I can pull up something to try to like get your opinion on it. Okay. So uh, this clip I'm showing you is when King DDD has brought his giant pie machine. So okay. did you see what was just? Uh, there, all right, there's a lot of pies. I'm there, not gonna lie. It was like a truck. It's like a truckload of pies, and then like, he like has, a dumpster truck full of yeah, pies. And then he has these flippers that just that were shoot supposed to shoot the pies. Yeah. And Kirby's just <laughs> right there. He ate three right I, then and there. Yeah, that was that was potentially four. Oh gosh! Wow. So he basically saves the town by eating all these pies. Oh my god! Does he eat every pie? I don't know if it goes through the entire truck. Okay. They just show him eating a lot of pies. Okay. So I I, I will I will. Agree that yes, Kirby's eating a lot of pies there. Um, now, to to go against your point, yes, I do think that Kirby can eat a lot. Uh, some of my research has shown that there is a limit to what he can inhale, but okay. we don't know what that limit is. Um, so that's kind of open to interpretation. Um, it also says that um, excessively large or heavy foes like bosses can also resist Kirby's inhale. Oh, that is true in the in the Kirby games. He can't right. he can't always inhale everything. Exactly. So there does seem like there is some limits, but I think a pie would definitely go through that like at no problem whatsoever. Yeah, and the, and to like reference Super Smash Brothers, uh, he is limited to sucking up inhaling one character at a time. Okay, but he can inhale every character, including like Bowser, who's huge. Yes. So it's. It's you know hot dogs shouldn't I don't think hot dogs will be a problem for him. You're probably you're probably not wrong whatsoever. Uh, so something I'm going to bring up here uh, in terms of Pac-Man, yes, Kirby I think can eat a lot, but I think Pac-Man can eat even more. Okay. Okay. So can we can we establish that a pellet in the Pac-Man universe is some kind of a food? Would we say it's a food because he's yes, eating? I think that's he's fair. He, he's yeah. eating it right. So there are I, I i went online and did some research there are 240 pellets in one pac-man level does okay? that include the power pellets no okay so that's plus four more okay. so but they're worth more because they're heavier mm-hmm. i guess you would say so i don't know if we want to start with the math just with the regular ones or include the power whatever pellets. makes it easier because you also have then you have this the, the bonus then you have like the bonus cherries fruits. and pretzels and all that right exactly so we'll just start with the 240 okay okay so there's 240 pellets in one round of pac-man one level do you know how many levels there are in pac-man um, I don't, I do know the game just goes until it runs out of memory and then like the screen gets messed up. Yes, exactly. And I don't know how many that is. Is it over a hundred? So that happens when the screen gets messed up. That's at level 256. Okay. So 255 is the max. Okay. So that's 61,200 pellets. Okay. So then you also have four power pellets times 255 times 255, which no, is 1,000 1, pellets. So then you have all the fruit and pretzels and all the other food that happens during the game i mean i would argue that that is way more than the amount of pies that was Um, in there i completely agree with you i will concede that point okay now i think though that kirby or pac-man pac-man is consistent it just keeps going he's like a machine he's just 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 a machine stop and he keeps going he doesn't stop where it seems like kirby has to like seek out the food it seems like the food's just not right in front of him, except in that one instance where the pies were being like thrown. Well, at luckily, his face. in a hot dog eating contest, they put the hot dogs right in front of you. Okay, so he would now. What would he? Would he? He would just inhale it. Like he's That's not using thing. water or anything. That's what I was gonna say. Pac-Man might have the stamina to uh, eat more overall. Yes, but I think Kirby's gonna be able to eat faster. And what's the time limit on Nathan's? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. 
So in a, in a ten minute time limit, how many levels of Pac-Man can you get through? I mean, that's the question. Well, so would would we be following the regular rules, like ten minutes of hot dog eating? I'd say so. Okay. Unless, so you're saying you're proposing potentially just do as many hot dogs as you can possibly eat? I could say, yeah. I was also bringing up that. All right. I would prefer not that because I do think Pac-Man has a better chance at that. Okay. But in a 10-minute thing, you think that Kirby would have an advantage. I think Kirby's sheer, like, inhalability will just, he'll be able to eat multiple hot dogs at a time. He won't have to be like munch, munch, munch like Pac-Man. Just one, two, three. Kirby's, he just ate five. (laughs) I don't know how that sounded on. But does he? The recording. Like in that video, though, he only was eating one at a time. That's true. But they were also pies. They're bigger, bigger than hot dogs. This is true. But like, is there any canonical evidence to show that he can just inhale multiple things at once? Uh, not that I know of off the top of my head. Because it like does he have the whole plate of hot dogs in front of him and it's just like? So I don't think they like give that? you. Do you, I don't remember Nathan's well enough. Do they give you? T- 10 at a time i'm not sure like they don't just put a pile of 50 hot dogs in front of you but they give you them um, in plates uh, yeah so like kirby even if he could he couldn't just suck up 50 at a time he could maybe suck up 10 at a time right best case scenario i'd be curious i'd have to look up the math or the time as to how long it takes to complete one round of pac-man because i guess the amount of time i mean the amount of levels you can complete in 10 minutes right because if you can do like a level a minute let's just say you do a level a minute okay. right so that's 10 levels so that's 244 times 10 so that's 2440 hot dogs we could we could possibly say in that 10 and that 10 minute time oh that's 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 a fair analysis i think that's an over or an underestimate of how long it takes to beat a stage i think it takes multiple minutes to beat one stage yeah but i'm not sure like you said it also would depend on your skill level right but i mean you'd have to think whoever is you know pac-man Okay, so it's it's hard to pin down exactly how long it would take a person to finish a level of Pac-Man. I feel like the best Pac-Man player could probably do a level in a minute. We I, should we I should think. we should check that. We'll tweet about it later. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if if that's true, yeah. what was your number you threw out then for if a pellet is a hot dog? That would be um, two thousand four hundred forty in ten minutes. Okay, plus the fruits. That's quite a lot. So we also have to think like. Now in in Pac-Man, like pellets are worth points, and power pellets are worth more than like regular points so like would a power pellet really equivalent three hot dogs or five hot dogs or maybe a regular pellet is worth a quarter of a hot dog i mean well because like a pack a, a regular pellet's worth 10 points and a power pellet is worth 50 points okay and then what's a hot dog worth is a hot dog an item in pac-man uh no it is not oh it's too bad then we could convert I it i know that would have been great um we have cherry strawberries oranges apples melons um it doesn't have pretzel on, on this website, though, which I know pretzels are one of them, too. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So um, want to know something funny? There's a Pac-Man game called Pac-Man 2, uh, The New Adventures, where basically, like, it's non-standard. Like, it's Pac-Man walking around, like, in the world. Okay. And, like, the first level is, like, he has to find milk for Pac-Baby. There's a hot dog vendor in it. Really? But usually uh, the hot dog vendor just, like, beats you up because, like, the way you tell Pac-Man to do stuff is you have this slingshot and you shoot it at things. And, like whatever you shoot at pac-man will interact with okay so if you shoot the hot dog vendor the hot dog vendor gets mad at pac-man <laughs> so so pac-man had to, if pac-man has pissed off the hot dog cook that's a disadvantage right there that's a good point yeah that's the only canon i found of hot pac-man dogs in pac-man dog. yeah yeah and then a bunch of um i guess what you could say fan art of pac-man eating hot dogs <laughs> which uh you know seems like it's pretty popular it does actually seem like people like drawing pac-man eating hot dogs now i I want to bring up a point of discussion here now 
you, we can go along with this as we will. Pac-Man does have natural enemies. Uh, yes. The ghosts? Yeah. Do you think that might affect Pac-Man's game? Well, would the ghost be at the hot dog eating contest? So that's the thing. Would the ghost be allowed into the contest? Uh, I mean, it's a public contest. I don't see why not. I mean, I'd say for modern day security reasons, if they had a bunch of people come in dressed up in like hooded robes, <laughs> I don't think they would Agreed. let... It's also during the daytime and ghosts don't always like coming out in the daytime. That's true. But if they did, you, are you bringing power pellets in case you want a performance enhance? I don't think he can bring power pellets. No, he can't. I don't think so. Because then I think he would just like have a whole bunch during the whole game. Are you saying Pac-Man's addicted to power pellets and can't control his addiction? He needs them. <laughs> he needs them to beat those ghosts. In that game I was talking to you about, um, Pac-Man 2, The New Adventures, which I... There's a Super Nintendo version. I don't know if there's another... I don't know if it came out on other systems. Uh, you also can get power pellets, and you can fling them with your slingshot for Pac-Man to eat and then kill the ghosts. Oh, okay. So you kind of have, like... He has some restraint on the power pellets. Right. Are you allowed in Nathan's hot... Like, you're allowed to put condiments on top, right? I mean, it's kind of silly to I do mean, so. I, I don't know. I guess. I mean, the methods they do, they just, like, dip it in water and then just literally just shove it down their throat. And usually they'll eat two two or more hot dogs at a time, and then they'll eat the buns that's, like, separately. And it's right. totally that's gross. That's part of the rules, because you have to eat the buns, I believe. Yes, you have to eat the buns to count. Right. That's crazy. I don't know why anyone would want to do that. I don't know either. Um, let me give you some more uh, Kirby uh, interesting eating things. Okay. So, um... There is an event. So, have you played Super Smash Brothers? Yes, not as much as you have. So, there's have. like the standard like fighting other players, but there's also uh, events you can do, which are like almost like mini challenges, like special challenges. So, there's one in um, the Wii U version of Super Smash Brothers called Kirby's Crazy Appetite. Okay. So, I'm I just wanted to show you know it's definitely established that Kirby has a very hungry appetite, and basically Kirby starts out with a bunch of damage, and in the game Super Smash Brothers, you eat food and you can heal. So the only objective of the challenge is to eat the different food items in Super Smash Brothers until you fully heal Kirby. Huh. And what what are those food options? There so there's all these like random little foods like in Super Smash Brothers. Like I think there's like apples and tomatoes and there might just be like generic food items that are all count as the same but like look slightly different. Like I think there's something that looks like a sushi roll. Okay. But um, definitely not hot dogs. No, I haven't seen a hot dog. There was like, there's like a spicy curry. It's actually called super spicy curry. It's it's an item from uh, Kirby games. Um, also in, in Super Smash Brothers, Pac Man is also a character, and Kirby can eat Pac Man. Ooh, if needed, he Wait. just sucks him up. Wait, do you know what I'm thinking? What are you thinking? If Pac Man eats like two thousand hot dogs, and then Kirby <laughs> eats Pac Man. Oh wow! Did Kirby just eat two thousand hot dogs? I wonder if that counts like that. Because then Kirby like could eat like a couple hundred, suck Pac Man up, get his hot dogs. Right, exactly. world record, never beat that. I was actually hoping that uh, when Kirby ate Pac Man, he'd gain like special eating abilities. Because okay. I, I was going to argue that. Okay, but he actually only gains the ability to like throw items from Pac Man games. Oh, okay. Which isn't very cool. So now I'm surprised that you didn't bring up the argument that you would have eaten Joey Chestnut. I, I did and then think used of, his power. I, I actually did think of that, that he could eat another eater and absorb their power. But then I was thinking, I mean, I the eating it seems like the eating capabilities of Kirby are better than a human. So he'd actually be handicapping himself to, like, limit himself with human eating capabilities. That's true. Unless he could somehow add on to his. 
Well, if you did use that argument, I was going to counter argument saying that Kirby cannot inhale bosses. And I would argue that <laughs> Joey Chestnut is the final boss of the Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest. Oh, uh, that's true. That is. So that I don't, I don't think that would have, uh, that would have, he, he could only inhale lesser eaters. Now, when he like, when he inhales it, do you think he would like miss like the, like the buns and the hot dogs would like fly off, right? Like think of it. Like if you have a bunch of hot dogs and you have a super powered vacuum sucking it all in, like I feel like it'd be coming apart. Uh, that, that's, that's a definite possibility because the rules of the game state that you have to eat all of it. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's some probability that like the hot dog buns could fly past his mouth or the hot dog could pass by his mouth and then he technically doesn't get those hot dogs counted i can't argue with that i just he's got to just eat so fast that he's got to count enough to still beat you i would hate to be that judge like one two three four five six seven you know yeah there's gonna be like hot dogs flying everywhere right exactly they're gonna just be like kirby you're disqualified the pac-man judge would just be like one two three <laughs> four five like straight in a row um, you know, Kirby's, I mean, Pac-Man isn't necessarily like limited by that eating speed because when you get the power pellet, you eat faster. You do speed up. And when you eat the bonus fruit in each right. level, if it's close to another pellet, you can eat two things quickly in exactly. quick succession. Right. So it's really just holding him back the proximity of the items. Yes. So there's a chance Pac-Man could also eat more than one hot dog at a time. And if it's right there in front of him, yeah, he's he good just, to go. Cause he's, he's, he's not, he's not going to have to go around like he does in the game. It's just all going to be right there in front just of him. Just keeps closing his pizza mouth. Yeah. Just up, 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 waka, 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 paku, 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 paku. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So like I said, um, Pac-Man has a consistent record of eating a lot of things. Uh, I mean, if you do the math over 60,000 pellets in one game, that's just pellets add an extra thousand for power pellets and then add the extra fruit and food that he has to eat every game. Um, hopefully no ghosts are allowed in. I mean, security better do their job. Don't let anybody come in that's just wearing like a drape over top of their head or something. They might psych out Pac-Man. I don't know if they would say anything. <laughs> oh, you think they just try to intimidate him? They're I like, think so. They're like the mafia. They would just, just get, <laughs> you better not win Pac-Man. <laughs> you better not win. I mean, Miss Pac-Man would be there cheering him on. Maybe holding baby Pac-Man. Hopefully ba- Pac-Man Jr. Pac- Pac-Man Jr. Helping him out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I feel like there's a lot uh, there's a lot that could go wrong, but there's a lot that couldn't go right at the same time. So I'm kind of relying on Kirby's quicker eating. Okay. Not necessarily his max, you know, holding capacity. True. His, his inhalability that will just eat multiple hot dogs at a time, make quick work of the platters. He doesn't seem to get full. And if he does, it takes, like, a lot of food to do it. Right. And uh, he has he has a well established hungry hungry appetite, so he's going to be interested. You know, he's going to be like, I can do this. I can yeah. eat all these hot dogs. He likes food. He's a happy Kirby. It's a happy Kirby. Yeah, he's he generally like is a happy character. Yeah, exactly. Um, can I tell you some Kirby fun facts? Go for it. I have some uh, Pac Man fun facts. He he was actually designed to be a happy character. Okay. So Nintendo kind of had this reputation of making hard games. Like if you've ever played the original Mario Brothers games, they're pretty hard. Like right. um. I would say I don't think I ever finished them as a kid. Like I never beat the final. I never beat the final Bowser. Like um, definitely not in Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers for NES. I on the Super Mario Brothers three, I think I did get to the last world, but I don't think I ever beat it. So anyway, um, Nintendo's like, hey, let's make a more uh, accessible character. Okay. So they're like, what's more accessible than a you know a smiling happy guy that just absorbs everything? And then um, also his ability to fly. Was also to make the games a little easier. You didn't have to rely on precise jumping. He could right. just kind of float. Now, how does that work? How does his flight work? <laughs> like, logistically? Like, how does he fly? Like, like, what does he do? Like, does he, like, breathe in air and he floats? Yes. He breathes in air and then kind of puffs it out. 
Okay. Do you think that could happen while he's like breathing in all those hot dogs? Like he's <laughs> he like he seems... breathes in so many hot dogs that now he's just full of air and then he starts to float away in the middle of the contest. That's never happened to him before. But I mean, I don't know. He's never been in a hot dog eating contest. Before. I mean, he was in that video you showed me. He was jumping to eat the pies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he's doing that consistently, I don't know. Possible he might inflate. And I've fly never away. seen it. I've never right. seen it happen. Okay. Fair enough. Then um, another Kirby fun fact. He wasn't originally going to be that ball. That was like kind of the placeholder animation of what Kirby was going to be. They were just like, oh, he's going to be some some cute looking character. For now, we'll just make it this puffball and replace it later. Okay. Then they they ended up liking the puffball so much, they just kept it. I mean, it's very um, accessible to people. I feel it's very welcoming and warming. <laughs> I think it's uh, it was a good move on their part. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you. I'm glad you agree with them. It was very successful for them. It worked. Kirby worked out well. I agree. Um. They've made a lot of Pac-Man games. So the that first one I mentioned was in 1992 for the original Game Boy. Yep. And then since then they you mean made Kirby games, right? Kirby, yes. Yeah, you said Pac-Man. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. That's yeah, I don't I don't know how many Pac-Man games they made. Kirby, they made a lot. In, starting in 1992 with Kirby's Dreamland, then they made Kirby's Adventure, Kirby's Pinball Land, Kirby's Dream Course, Kirby's Avalanche, Kirby's Dreamland Two, Kirby's Block Ball, Block Ball, Kirby's Superstar, Kirby's Star Tracker, Kirby's Dreamland Three. A two-year gap, suspiciously absent of Kirby. So we're up to the year 2000 when they released Kirby 64, the Crystal Shards for Nintendo 64. Kirby Tilt and Tumble, Kirby Nightmare and Dreamland, Kirby Air Ride, Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, Kirby Canvas Curse, Kirby Squeak Squad, Kirby Superstar Ultra, Kirby's Epic Yarn, Kirby Mass Attack, Kirby's Return to Dreamland, Kirby's Dream Collection, Kirby's Triple Deluxe, uh, two like spin-off games, Fighter, uh, Kirby Fighters Deluxe, DDD's Drum Dash Deluxe, then we get Kirby and the Rainbow Curse, Kirby Planet Robot, Robobot, Team Kirby Clash Deluxe, Kirby's Blowout Blast, Kirby Battle Royale, and most recently, Kirby Star Allies. And when that come out? 2018, this year. Oh, wow. Came out for the Switch. So how, um, what are the gaps between games? It seemed like a couple years or so? Uh, they have years where multiple come out. Okay. And the only years that games didn't come out were 1998, 1999, 2001, 2007, 2009, and 2013. Every other year, they've had at least one Kirby game, if not more. Since so, nineteen, since 1992. That's impressive. So they like making Kirby. They really do, and it makes money. So who can who can blame them there? Indeed. When it comes to Pac-Man, um, they have what's called the perfect play, which is when you complete all 250 levels by eating every possible dot, power pilot, fruit, and enemy without losing a single life and using all extra lives to score as many points as possible on level 256, which is where the game like goes haywire. Um, the first person who achieved this was a guy named Billy Mitchell from Florida. Well, this is a pretty interesting – Billy Mitchell – the history of Billy Mitchell is fascinating <laughs> to say the least. But recently in April 2018, just a couple months ago, they said that um, his claim was bogus and they stripped him of his title of finishing so, – having a perfect um, play. Did this fact mention Twin Galaxies? Yes. Twin Galaxies was one of like the original um, high score tracking lists. Yeah. And they're actually what Guinness World Record uses for okay. their Guinness World Records. Right. Um, Billy Mitchell was heavily involved with Twin Galaxies. Really high-profile star for them. A lot of records, including Donkey Kong. Yep, that was another if, one. If you've heard of the game, the documentary King of Kong, it's a lot about Billy Mitchell. It's fascinating. He's had allegations of cheating for a, a little bit now. It's like it's actually been a while. Yeah. But his affiliation with Twin Galaxies has kind of made him a little hard to get. Okay. So recently, in the last couple of years, Twin Galaxies has changed owners, and they want to kind of make the site more reputable. They want to cut themselves from him? They've kind of cut ties they um enacted a new system for challenging high scores okay billy mitchell's were challenged almost immediately yep 
and he has now been stripped. He's lost uh, all his scores on Twin Galaxies. I was going to say Pac-Man and, and a lot of Donkey Kong records have been and stripped And sh- some of them were probably legitimate. Like, he is a very good player, but right. he also, there's a lot of evidence that he... Um, he inflated his u- scores. used or... possibly an emulator to play. Okay. Uh, and then submitted them as non-emulator scores. It's, it. it's fascinating. Like, really, if you're interested in, like, video games, just yeah. read about Billy Mitchell, watch King of Kong. Is that on Netflix, or...? I don't think it's on Netflix. No. There, there's another um, video game documentary that I can't remember the name of. Chasing Ghosts, something like that. Okay. Which is a reference to Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. Also fascinating touches on Billy Mitchell. But Huh. I'll have to check it out. Very interesting stuff. So once uh, Mitchell um, was re- uh, lost his uh, record and whatnot, a lot of other players have submitted that they've got the maximum score in a faster time. So, as of 2016, the world record, uh, according to Twin Galaxies, is held by a guy named David Race, who in 2013 got the maximum score of 3,333,360 points in 3 hours, 28 minutes, and 49 seconds. That level of play is, like, unbelievable. It's crazy. Like, to play a game, like, Pac-Man perfectly for that long? I know. Like, we talked about this in our Pac-Man episode, how, I mean, sorry, in our Pac-Man ghost episode, Mm -hmm. how the ghosts have different, like, AIs, but you have to have such a good understanding of that. Which direction they're going to go, what speed they're going to go, the different, you know, when, when to get a certain thing at a certain time in order to maximize your points. Exactly. And, and apparently time comes into it, like, finishing it in the minimum amount of time. Right. That's insane. Um, I just re- recently finished reading Ready Player One, which was phenomenal. Really enjoyed it. And there's a part in the book where he goes on like a side mission when he's trying to figure out like the puzzle. And one of them is Pac-Man. And he has to play Pac-Man perfectly. And in the book, he does it like no problem. Hmm. Um, and he gets like an extra life coin that he uses like later on in the book. But um, like he was talking about how like difficult it is to do it and and whatnot. But um yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty interesting. I mean, like like we said, like three hours and 28 minutes just constantly focusing on that and not dying once. I mean, if you've played Pac-Man before, you know you, you make it like four or five levels in and right. run out of lives. Right. Or you get bored of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But imagine if you were like so far in and then you were like level like 251 or something and you ended up dying. <laughs> like you'd just be so upset with yourself. And that's, that's a three hour plus time investment. Exactly. Too. I mean, you're not getting that back. So... so I, so game game speedrunning is actually very interesting to me. The today the day as of the recording, uh, this was the last day of the uh, summer games done quick marathon SGDQ. Okay, and there were some really interesting runs. Like um, some games are like fifteen minutes to speedrun through, and then uh, one of the games on the last day was Final Fantasy VI, which was like an estimated seven hour speedrun. So. So I mean, at that point, you're just people who are into this stuff will just you're just you know. blowing through the game at that point. Like you're not you're just doing what you have to do to get to the next level. Exactly. Yeah. And you have to have all that memorized. I mean. Oh yeah, and then you're you're also doing tricks and exploiting glitches if they're allowed in the category yeah. and all that. Stephen Colbert did something like that on his show. I know exactly what you're talking about. What did he so do? He had a guy, he had a guy like play Super Mario Brothers three. Okay. So the, he had the current world record holder. Actually, his name is mitch flower power okay who was at sgdq he uh-huh. did a he did a super mario brothers 3 race against someone else uh-huh. i'll tell you more about that in a second because it's pretty funny so i believe on colbert he he had him he had mitch flower power playing super mario brothers 3 which i think is like uh let me check the current record on that um so he had him playing that he had himself microwaving and eating a hot pocket <laughs> yeah that's right and he had one other thing. It was some other. It's like possibly an athlete doing something. Do you remember? Yeah, I the athlete sounds familiar. I do remember the hot pocket. 
That I distinctly remember. I forget what it is. Um, you know what's funny? I actually don't see him on this. He doesn't have the number one time on this leaderboard. I thought he did, but I could be wrong. Okay. And then there's multiple categories. Oh, he, okay. So he has it on the any percent warpless category when you don't use any uh, warp whistles. Okay. Uh, and his record is 50 minutes and 55 seconds. 15 minutes? 50. 50 So it's, a, it's about an hour, you know, a right. little 10 minutes short of an hour. Right. But on Colbert, like, I forget what... So he played He played Super he, Mario he must have been like allowed two minutes or something? He must have been allowed to use warping because yeah. um, if you play with with a, a with allowed to do any warping you can beat the game in about three minutes okay and then if you play if you disallow that warp but use whistles which i think is what he did on colbert yeah the world record is 10 minutes and 45 seconds okay and this guy's mitch flower powers record is 10 minutes and 47 seconds so it would have been about 11 minutes of time right assuming he did it perfectly you know it probably took him a little longer on colbert right and i do you remember the outcome on colbert i think he beat Colbert. i'm pretty sure he did i think the hot pocket was just too hot to eat it was too hot to eat exactly it was so hot because you have to cook that thing for like four minutes i think it is (laughs) i think he did the recommended time right then it's like well he also had to like open it yeah and put it in the sleeve and put it in there in four minutes right and then you have to wait to cool down and then you actually get to eat it yeah yeah Yeah, that was funny so at this most recent sgdq that just took place over the last week there was a super mario brothers 3 race between mitch flower power the record holder for any percent warpless and then um another guy named grand pooh bear who okay. runs different Mario games, uh-huh. and they're friends. They know each other. And th- in the race, uh, on two different occasions, uh, Grand Pooh Bear did something to accidentally freeze the other guy's console. Like, at one time, he stomped his foot on the ground, and the other guy's console just froze. What? And then near the very end, I think he dropped his controller, and it froze his console again. Do you think he was doing it on purpose? No, he definitely wasn't. Definitely wasn't. He actually felt really bad. I feel Aww. bad. Were they, in the, they were in the same room? Yeah, they, they sit right next to each other. Is that how they do that? Okay. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. They're is, they're actually is. two really cool guys, so they so, handled it well. Right, exactly. Now, this, this is streamed live for like everyone to watch and stuff? Correct. They stream it on Twitch. And did you watch these? I watched when I could. It was basically 24 hours a day for the whole week. That's crazy. So I didn't get too much chances to watch, but I'm going to check out some things later on. Cool. Uh, I have one more Kirby fact. Sure, go for it. And then I'm going to talk about so, the uh, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Perfect. So Kirby was not his original name. Surprise, surprise. Really? Uh, his original name was going to be Popopo. Popopo. And the game was going to be called Twinkle Popo. And uh, Nintendo, to their credit, was like, this game might not appeal to Western audiences if we call it Popopo. Yeah. And they asked Nintendo of North America, do you guys have any good names? And they submitted them a list. And on the list was the name Kirby. Um, this potentially came from multiple origins, but one of the more credible, uh, origin stories of where they got Kirby from is it was named after a lawyer who helped Nintendo out in an early lawsuit. Okay. Uh, I forget with who somebody sued Nintendo. It was, um, it was sued by Universal who said that Donkey Kong was infringing on King Kong. Okay. And this was in the 80s. Nintendo wasn't the juggernaut they are now. Yep. They got this lawyer named uh, John Kirby. Okay. He won the case, and they were very grateful to him. Okay. They actually gave him a sailboat named Donkey Kong and named the character Kirby potentially after him. That's pretty cool. I feel like that makes the most sense. Yes, I, I agree. So in Asia, 
do they they call the character Kirby? Correct? I believe also? so. Yeah, I think that. So is. I guess it, did they change that later on, or did they just go with that because that's what it, they were calling it in North America? It was before the release. I think when they were planning the first Kirby game, he was originally called Popopo. Okay. And then before they released it, they're like, "Hey, what's a good name for Western audiences?" They're like, "How about Kirby?" They all liked it. The rest is history. And it just spread. That's fascinating. That's super cool. Um, all right, so some things about the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. So there's usually about 20 contestants, and um, the rules are that one of the contestants has to be the defending champion. So you're in it for at least two years if you win. What if you don't want to? Do they make you? They just force you? I think they might have to. <laughs> yeah. Um, you also have to win a regionally qualifying contest from that season in order to compete, which I'd love to see those contests. Um, you can also qualify as one of the two wild cards that they allow in there. And you can also play if you are a special invitation um, from the MLE, which is the Major League of Eating. And that is a legit thing. Okay. Uh, so so the, um, the records, which are crazy. So the current record was set last year in 2017 by Joey Chestnut. And he ate 72 hot dogs, including buns, in 10 minutes. Previous year, he broke his own record, which was 70. In 10 minutes. The year before that, that's where he lost. Um, the guy, uh, Matt Megatoad Stoney, ate 62 in that 10 minutes time. Uh, the year before that, that was Joey Chestnut at 61. So there's actually been a huge jump. So 2014, 61 hot dogs won it. 2015, 62 hot dogs won it. 2016, 70 hot dogs won it. So he increased it, the win by eight that's hot dogs. a crazy jump. I mean, right. There must have been some advancements in eating t- training. M- must have been, exactly. And then last year, he improved his own record by two hot dogs. Man, these guys do train like athletes. Like, they're not always like, they're not like fat people. They're all like, Joey Chestnut's like a stick. In shape, yeah. in shape people. Yeah, seriously. Um, but uh, yeah, Joey Chestnut, he upset uh, the record in 2007 that uh, the other guy, the Kobayashi. The tsunami Ko- Kobayashi. Right. And he, ha- he held the record for like ever. I remember that. Yeah, that guy was unbeatable for a long time. Right. So, um, probably since I started, was old enough to watch the hot dog eating contest. Yeah. Um, they actually also have a women's uh, hot dog eating contest and that started in 2011. Do they do them the same day? Cause they, uh, they do I, allow women to compete in the main one. Yeah. I know there's, um, a woman, Sonia Thomas, who's a very popular yes. competitive eater. So Sonia, the black widow Thomas, uh, she won the first one, which was in 2011. She ate 40 hot dogs. Um, which is interesting because the next year she won it also eating 45, and then she won it the next year, but she won by eating 36. So she decreased, like, basically by 10 hot dogs, and she still won. She might be far ahead of her competitors. Probably. Um, and that was the last time she won. And now the the winner for the girls has been a girl named Miki Sudu, and she has won every year since 2014. So there's only been two winners for the, the girls' hot dog eating contest uh, for the past nine years. And um, her record is 41 hot dogs in 10 minutes she's been able to eat. So she never passed Sonia Thomas's 45, uh, but no. Sonia Thomas also hasn't been able to replicate that in competition. Yeah, I'm not sure if she's still been uh, competing in, in I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I mean, I I could have I thought I remembered her Sonia Thomas competing in the main event. Oh man, maybe, but, right. But maybe maybe that's I don't maybe she competes in both. I'm not sure. It's a little disadvantage because if you know you cannot eat more than 45 I, and you're exactly. going up against someone who can eat 72, like I, you're just not going to Yeah, win. like you go you know going in like the most you could probably eat right. realistically plus or minus, you know, five hot dogs, so. Yeah. So uh this year, I never really get a chance to watch it cuz I'm always at work in the morning on 4th of July. Yeah. So I'll have to see if I can DVR it this year. Do you know what chat is that on ESPN? I or? believe so, yeah. 
I don't get a ESPN, so I'm have to see. You might be able to like find it. a stream online. Yeah, that's. I definitely want to check it out this year. They make. They make like last year. They carried uh, Joey Chestnut in on like a some type of chair. Like he was like you know like the champion. Yeah, yeah. They make a big thing out of it. There have been some controversies with the hot dog eating contest where somebody uh, started eating before they said like one or something like that, um, and like a judge didn't call it. The judge, who himself was a champion in like the '90s, um, so uh, someone's saying that they ate more than they really did because they also count like half hot dogs and quarter hot dogs also in their mm. final count as well. Um, so there's there's been a couple other uh, incidences where things happen. Like someone, uh, so in 2007, um, the results were delayed because uh, Kobayashi he vomited, and, <laughs> and this was called the uh, the Roman Method incident. Because uh, he f- did this in the final seconds of regulation, and usually that uh, ends in disqualification of the competitor, and they ruled in his favor. Did they say why? No, they just said just like eh, yeah, you can still win. That still counts. I mean, I don't think it should count because it's not in you anymore. I agree. Yeah, I mean, but like, but that's the thing. Like, how long does it have to stay in you? Because what if you vomited uh, like five minutes after it was over? I mean, I think you could cut it off just at the end of the ten minutes, whatever you've once eaten. Once the clock, once the bell rings, if yeah, you vomit, you can you're... vomit one second after that. I think I think that's fair too. So, so that yeah. might, is that the, how the rules are written? Uh, I'm not exactly sure of the exact. I guess not if they somehow let him through with that. Maybe there is a little. It just uh, says wiggle such room. A, such an incident results in the disqualification of the competitor of the, under the rules. Maybe of, it was a really vomiting. small vomit, and they're like, "That's fine." That's a good, that's a good question. Maybe, maybe it was just kind of like a. There were no hot dogs in it. It was just a little it bit. It was of just a little like water, yeah. like spit up. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh, fascinating! Don't you just love our country? This is how we celebrate America: eating as much hot dogs as we can. Fourth of July is great. I love Fourth of July. I do too. It's this a good is time. Lucy's first Fourth of July. You excited? I, I am. She can't eat like hot dogs. No, she or... can't eat anything. I wonder how. She, how do you think she'll react to the fireworks? Um, if she can stay up to see fireworks, I think she'll be okay. She's like pretty cool about sounds. Like, sounds like that. She'll probably just be curious what the, what it is. She doesn't really, she might get scared at first, but I think she'll be all right. Cool. Well, many more to come. Indeed. Great. All right, Chris, anything else you want to add before we head out of here? No, I got through all my Kirby fun facts. I had a great, great time talking about hot dog eating. I could go for a um, hot dog right now. I do have a quick question for you, Steve. Yeah. If you could compete in any eating contest, mm-hmm. what would the food of your choice be i don't know if this counts as a food um ice pops you can eat a lot of ice pops those um like the liquid ones that you yes. put in your freezer that come like the 100 packs uh-huh. those can you eat them quickly without getting brain freeze yeah. oh so that's like your superpower. uh my friend and i mark uh when we were younger we had a uh contest of eating those oh that's good to and know i know well, i ate more than him i don't remember what the number was i'll have to keep that in mind but uh he did get brain freeze <laughs> and, and you were just powering um, through I, I, yeah i can power through like four of those in like one sitting <laughs> like one is not enough for me i need to have at least two do you have a favorite flavor does it matter i don't but the thing is, is like there are some times where i look at a flavor and i'm like uh orange like i really don't want orange and then i'll eat it and i'll be like orange isn't that bad <laughs> i'm like oh that's good or pink like pink is like a hidden gem like sometimes I'll eat the pink. I'm like, this is what really good. What flavor is pink? Like watermelon? I think it's like a pink lemonade. Pink lemonade. Okay. I think. I don't know. Some of the flavors are just kind of out there. Like the blue raspberry is good. The cherry is good. Yeah, I really like those. What about you? Uh, I I can really eat a lot of chicken wings. Okay. Uh, and and probably pizza, but I'd probably pick chicken wings as long as they're not buffalo. I can no longer in my old age of 29 years old eat buffalo too much or it really messes up my stomach right but like barbecue chicken wings 
all day. Barbecue chicken wings are delicious. Eat them all day. So now I know they have contests eating those. They do. So what's wings, the wings is pretty popular. So what's the rules on that? Like, does it have to be picked clean? Uh, that's a that's a great question. I don't. I'm I'm sure there is some standard that you have to get like within Approval. a judge's discretion of. Right. Because yeah. like hot dogs and pizza, there's no. Just, you know, um, you just eat it all. Right. You there's, just eat it all. Yeah, there's nothing left over. Right. There's no opinion as to whether yeah. or not you finished it. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good point. I don't really know. There, there is a popular wing eating contest every year. I think it's held in Philadelphia. The wing ball. The wing ball. I'm oh, yeah. sorry. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of the name. It's the and, day before the, it's the day of the Super Bowl, isn't it? Is it? Okay. I, I knew it, it was around there. I wasn't yeah. sure. And, um, there's a guy who's always in it who does well. His name's like, uh, Booker or something. He competes in the hot dog eating contest. You'll probably see him. He's not very good at eating hot dogs, but he's a he's really he's, good at eating wings. He's in the competitive eating circuit, so he, he gets qualified. Wings are tough because yes, you do have to pick them clean, but you have the bones, mm-hmm. and you, you don't want to eat the bones, and you have to you eat not, around. You them. don't want to eat the bones. That's a good point. Right? Kirby would eat the bones. Kirby would eat the bones, and so would Pac. <laughs> so would Pac Man. So would Pac Man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let us know, uh, listeners out there, what it, would your ideal food eating contest be? Like, what would you be like? I got this, and you would definitely take home the gold for it. Some of the weirder eating contests that I'm like, I would not try that are like seafood eating contests, like oh, oysters and no stuff. way. Like yeah. Sonia Thomas holds a lot of those records, Ugh. like deviled eggs. No, I love deviled eggs, but if I eat more than a couple, I don't know. That's a bad day. Yeah. So like that kind of stuff, I don't know. No, no, no need. I think it'd be really like do damage to my stomach. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't do it. So we hope uh, everybody has a very happy and safe 4th of July. Uh, Chris, do you remember our episode from last 4th of July? No. It was uh, Thomas Jefferson versus John Adams. Oh, we found like uh, caricatures of him or something, right? right? It was Thomas Jefferson riding a velociraptor uh, yes. and John Adams on a robotic unicorn on the moon. Uh, oh, so yeah. I forgot if, about that. Uh, if any of our listeners are interested in another, another uh, who would win 4th of July themed episode, go back a year ago and definitely check that episode out. It's also very patriotic. It's very patriotic to celebrate this 4th of July. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, there's going to be a Twitter poll online where you can vote for who you think would win in the Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest between Kirby and Pac-Man. Make sure you uh, use our arguments to help decide your vote. So as always, please remember to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. And the dogs are going down. Uh, the moment of glory is upon us. Now, they say we're a country divided, but if there's one thing we can all agree on is that this contest is the greatest event of the summer. It's the Independence Day holiday out here in Coney Island and across America, and Joey Chestnut is the great unifier. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by their respective copyright holders.